0: This is episode 177 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Today I'm going to tell you about a conversation that I had with a sixth grader and I'm going to share with you the questions that I asked that helped her move from problem focused to solution focused and I'm also gonna talk about some misconceptions about Solution Focused, and then we're going to talk about journaling. I have so many things to share with you, and little tidbits, I'm so excited about this episode. So, let's get into it. Welcome to the Focused Mindset Podcast. This is the one and only podcast where you can figure out how to sort out your life using the solution-focused approach. You may have heard about it in counseling, but guess what? You can have a mindset that's full of solutions rather than filled up with all of the problems that try and overwhelm us. I'm Cher Kretz. I am a solution-focused life coach and I'm a school counselor. Here we discuss how you can be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Jump over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com, to learn more about our products and services. Before we get started, a quick reminder. The details of the stories that I share are modified and adjusted in order to protect the confidentiality of everyone involved. Thank you for joining me today on this podcast podcast. In just a little bit, I am going to give you seven solution focused journal prompts. So at the end of this episode, we're going to go through seven prompts that you can write down right now and that you can have this week because the power of journaling is something that if you haven't already, you need to unlock in your life. And I developed an amazing group of my favorite solution focused questions, 35 of them to be exact, and it's in a calendar type form. And that giveaway is on my website right now. So you could hop over to the thefocusedmindset.com and then you'll see right where it says, get the 35 journal prompts, or maybe it says hope journal prompts. Anyway, you'd get it because I want you to unlock your full potential this year. I want you to be ready to have questions to ask your family members, to ask your kids that are solution focused. Each one of these prompts we're gonna go through are questions that you can ask your child as you're driving to their next practice or event or on their way to school or as they go to bed. It's a way to activate their mind to think differently. I've realized more and more that people have been told how to think more than they've been motivated to consider how they're thinking and what they're thinking. And I know that's why I fell in love with the solution-focused brief therapy practice and solution-focused as a means of counseling and then as a way to live our life. When I say live solution-focused, many people automatically think, oh, that must mean that we're focusing on solutions only. That is such a small, small part of the solution-focused. It's almost as if... This should have been named something else, but um, we're not going to go back in history. There's reasons behind why it was named as it was. We have the name Solution Focused because yes, essentially, having your mind fixed on a set of solutions rather than fixating on a problem, unlocks the potential for the future rather than being locked in the past. But it's more than that. Because if you just stop there, you might think that you are the one giving the solutions, that you are the one sitting down across from uh, a friend of yours and saying, well, have you tried this solution? Well, what about that solution? No, that is not at all what solution focused is. When we say live solution focused, it's a way of encouraging others. Let's say you're helping someone else. You are helping them unlock the solutions that are within them that are hiding behind the mask of the worry and the fear and the concern and the problem, you're asking questions so they can begin to see a light at the end of the tunnel so they can recognize the gifts they have within them, the, the resources that they have within them, the way, the path to the other side of that problem. I sat in front of a sixth grader a while back that hadn't seen her father in months. If I remember correctly, it was all the way back in October, and at this time it was in the spring, and it was challenging. What's worse is that before this time, she was able to see her father a couple of times a week. Sometimes she would stay with him for a week at a time, but he fell into some hard times. And that's all I knew when I first, when she first walked into my office, her teacher had asked if I would please see her because she just seems to be so heavy. She seems to always be so intense. And her mom said that this change with not seeing her father has changed her. So when she came into my office, I asked her, I said, I heard that some things have changed in your life this year. Can you tell me about that? And she told me about some things with friends and some things about school. And so I asked her, well, what about the things at home? What's changed at home? And she said, well, I haven't been able to see my dad. And she said, my dad is doing some bad things. He's not acting right. And so I can't see him. And I said, how long has it been since you've seen him? And she said, it's been months, months since the beginning of the year. feels like forever. I went through all of Christmas, Thanksgiving, and I felt her start to be weighed down. She kind of, she, I, you know how the body language of someone that has like the weight of the world on their shoulders. That's what I noticed with this girl sitting before me. And I put myself in her shoes And I thought, number one, this is not an easy thing for her to talk about. This is not something that she's normally going to just talk about at school. She's going to be about her schoolwork. And two, it's really weighed heavy on her heart. So I said, thank you for sharing that with me. This looks like a very challenging thing for you to walk through. And she said, it is. It's really challenging. I asked her, What have you done to be able to get through up to now for all of these months? What have you done that's worked? Because I see that you're getting pretty good grades in school in spite of that. And she said, I'm doing everything I can to work, but I work and I just feel sad as I do. She said, I am doing what I'm supposed to do, but it just doesn't have any joy. It doesn't have any happiness anymore. And we sat with that for a minute. And then I said, you know, you and I both know that your dad's going through something and we don't know how long he's going to be going through that. I know what it's like to miss someone desperately. And it's usually because there's a feeling that I get when that person's around. And now that they're not around, that feeling is gone and it feels different. And she said, yeah, she goes, that's exactly it. I feel completely different. And I told her, what if a miracle occurred and you woke up in the morning tomorrow and you had that feeling? Nothing else has changed in your life, but you knew that that feeling was back that you had when you were able to see your dad on a more regular basis. What would that be like? How would you know something is different? She said, I'd be happy. And I said, and what would that feel like if you were happy? She said, I probably want to get out of bed and I'd look forward to seeing my friends. She said, I probably think about what we were going to do and something else besides missing him. And I said, oh, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. And she said, I'd probably have more conversation with my mom if that feeling was there. I'd feel more complete. So I'd probably talk to my mom about what was going on and, and I'd feel totally good about that. And I read those things back to her and I said, so when you're feeling complete and whole, you were able to feel happy when you got up and you looked forward to your day with your friends and that you were able to think about what you're going to do. And then you're able to have more conversation with your mom and share. Is that what I'm hearing? And she said, yes, I, I was able to do that. She goes, I want to be able to be like that again. I said, that sounds like the real you. That sounds like the person that can be peaceful and happy. She said it is the person that can be peaceful and happy. So what did I do right there that empowered her? With the solution-focused approach, I could have uh, handled it in many different ways, but in that particular situation, I used a miracle question, which is very common with solution-focused, Uh, There's many different versions of it. This was pretty straightforward. It worked well, but some people think that when someone comes with a very heavy heart, that they need to find out all the different ways that they're feeling. I didn't spend very much time talking about the missing of dad and the reasons he's gone and the story behind it and all of that kind of stuff. I went right to the heart of how it was making her feel and how it was affecting her life. Now, the second thing that many people, mistakes that people make, either when they're giving advice or when they're counseling, is after they listen to that, they say, well, have you tried? Well, when if you did? And they start offering some suggestions. I will tell you that Kids are very good and adults at answering questions the way that you want to hear. It doesn't mean that that's what's going up in their head. That doesn't mean that they're thinking that they're for sure going to try it. Even those people that are listening to your advice and have every intention of trying it, just the very fact that it was your advice makes it less likely to stick when they walk away. That is why Solution Focus focuses on the other person and believes 100% that they can look for solutions within them, that they can be opened up to a brand new way of thinking that will help them. In this case, when I did the miracle question, it opened her up to be able to explore how she feels and the way that she really wishes she could feel. I didn't make the mistake of saying, now, if your dad was here, because I realize that there are things in our life that are challenging, and who am I to put that in her mind that that could or or might happen? I don't know if it will. But what I do know is that she is familiar with the feeling that she used to have when she felt normal, and if she can sprinkle a little bit of that into her life today, She can begin the process of healing. No matter when or if she spends time with her father, she can have the feeling that she's supposed to have of wholeness. Now, when we laid that out and we wrote that down, this is what happened next. She began to think about it. I could see the wheels turning. I could see her sit up. I could see she leaned forward. She said, "Miss Kretz, I think I want to see if I can do some of these things. And I said, tell me about it. What, would, what do you think you could do? What do you think you could practice? And she said, well, I'm going to write this down. And maybe when I wake up, I'll feel a little better. And then I will be happier. And so she continued exploring. And she ended up telling me about how right now she's having negative self-talk and she completely uh, recognizes that in her life she told me about how she's waking up and saying this day is going to be awful another day it was just getting to be a habit of hers that she had this negative self-talk flowing through her through our conversation on her own she realized that's not how she wanted to wake up she said Miss Kretz have you ever heard of affirmations and I said I sure have And she said, Can I use this paper, these notes, and write something that I could think instead? I said, Let's do it. So she wrote down a sentence. I believe it was something like, I uh, am happy and have friends and did it. I don't remember honestly what she wrote down, but it was hers and she owned it. And that entire conversation didn't take more than 20 minutes. But I could see that she walked away lighter. Now, that little picture is why I fell in love with solution focus. It's not because we're focusing on solutions. It's because we believe in the person we're talking to so much that they can begin to open up a part of their brain that's now sleeping. Wake it up and then find a solution that they never knew It came directly from them. I knew when she walked out that door that because not only did she come up with how she would feel, that it was her idea to have an affirmation and that the affirmation was her words, that it was very likely that she was going to go out and make a change. I know that counseling is not the place that change is made. It's when there can be a change inside of them, but it's the actions as they leave that makes the difference. And sure enough. She was at my door in the morning, bright and early. Before the bell rang, she knocked on my office door and I opened it and she says, Miss Kretz, it worked. I'm happy today. Now, she has a journey that she was on for the rest of that year and, and will continue to be on. And I will always remember this conversation because it's so, it's such a great example of how we can live solution-focused. We can practice the skill of asking questions. And it starts by asking ourselves solution-focused questions. It opens up our mind to possibility, and then practicing asking those questions to others as well when they're going through a struggle, a concern. I, I know that there's times in your life where you're sitting in, from, in front of somebody who's struggling. And it can be challenging. Free yourself from the pressure of knowing what to say and knowing the right words and giving advice. Honestly, most people don't really care what you know anyway. They don't really care about what your opinion might be. If they want your opinion, they'll usually ask for it. But you know what people do care about? They care about being heard. They care about what's going on inside of them, and they care about the things that make an impact on their life. So I hope that this information brings you to a new understanding of the solution focused approach for your life. When I say live solution focused, it means believe that not only you, but the people around you can move forward in a positive manner or whatever, even if they're in a negative space, they can look for solutions in their life is differently than how we usually do. Usually, if we're being honest with ourselves, we're thinking about the next thing we're going to say or what advice may, we might give or evaluating what they said. Do we believe in it? Do we not? And All these other thoughts are flowing through our mind. It's a different thought process to think, let me put myself in this person's shoes and then let me see what I can say that might empower them. So like I told you, I have developed 35 solution-focused journal questions. And I wonder if you could write these down and ask these questions to someone you love, maybe your kids, maybe your significant other, maybe someone at work. You guys can use this as conversation starters. It's designed to be a journaling question because there's power in journaling. And if you can practice thinking your own solution-focused thoughts it will automatically bubble out to others. So the first question on Sunday, you can write these down on Sunday through Saturday. I'm just going to go through of one to seven. First one is, what are my best hopes for this chapter of my life? The second one is, what am I most curious to find out about this week? Number three, what is the best version of myself? Number four, what if a miracle happened and my problem was not a problem anymore? Number five, what can I do so that the best version of myself shows up today? Number six, what what transformation is happening in my life right now? And number seven, what new thoughts have I been thinking about that is helping my week go better? This is the first seven questions in my 35 solution focused journaling questions free giveaway that you get on my website. But I wrote them with a purpose. The first one starts with reflection of what you want to be. And it moves to the plow. And what is that? That's the gathering phase. When I say GPS life, gather without judgment of anything, then plan with your preferred future in mind, and then soar, soar into action. You can see that each of these move through that phase. first. You're gathering information about what you want your life to be back. Then you're exploring and planning what the best version of yourself is. And then you're talking about your transformation and reflecting upon what new thoughts are coming. I'd love for you to write down each one of those and give it a shot. Even if you don't have any time at all to print out or download the 35 journaling questions, you could take each one of these and see what difference it makes when you answer that question for yourself. And then like I said, use it as a conversation starter. Ask someone, see what they say. I'll tell you something they might say. They might say, I don't know. And that's because people aren't used to being asked these kind of questions. If you say, what new thoughts have you been thinking about lately that's helped your week go better? Uh, They're gonna be like, I don't know, And, and of course, if it's especially like a teenager, like my daughter, it's like, I'm have headphones in, stop. (laughs) But challenge them, say, no, really, what thoughts have you been thinking that helps your week go better? And just start exploring a new type of conversation, a new open dialogue that allows you to find out about them and see things from their eyes this is the power of solution focused this is the key to change because if you keep telling people what to think then they never really think for themselves so therefore it doesn't make an impact in their life as much as you would want them to sometimes not at all so as you go out into your week I would love to hear about what works for you You can email me at share at the focused mindset, or if you're already a part of my email community, you know that those emails get first access. They get my eye first. I can't always get back to everyone, but um, thank you to those of you that are part of my community and give me such great feedback I had Victoria reach out and ask me about a specific part of my podcast last week. So I'm going to be addressing that in a brand new question episode to come. We're also going to take the next four weeks to go through, wait, one, two, three, actually five weeks to go through seven solution focused journaling questions. So you're going to be able to hear that the next few weeks at the end of the podcast. And, um, I just want you to go out and be your best self. I know that's what I thrive to do. I screw up constantly. It's just we're a work in progress. I mean, when we are walking around in this world and I say, oh, go out and be your best self, it doesn't mean that I expect that to happen 24-7 and neither should you have that kind of expectation on yourself. I walk around and go, oh, whoops, I talked too much there. I forgot to ask questions. Oh, I got too busy and didn't even talk to someone who looks like they need it. The list goes on and on. But it's something internally that you care in a different type of way. That you desire to bring out something in you that represents your best self. So go out and do do that today and see what difference it'll make. Don't forget to jump on over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com, to get more information. And in the show notes, you'll see lots of helpful links. And until next time, keep in touch and take care. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm gonna leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my email community. It's absolutely free and this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com and if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community and if you're interested in supporting this program there's three ways to do it one make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites two share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email and the third is to leave a review and i love reading those By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.